Alright, what's up y'all? We're back for another episode. This is episode six. Yeah, episode six. Of On Here, the podcast. I'm Bria. I'm Denzel. And today we together at yeah. the bar. Yeah, at the bar. <laughs> we already did some shots. Yeah, we, so, you know, this episode is going to be a little outrageous, but we're going to get through it. Yeah. Alright, so, let's get into it. First, how was your week? My week was great. I can't complain. You know, I'm here to see Nick Saban. You know, take that dub again. See y'all home with another L. No, y'all ain't won since Obama first term. So we just gonna keep that going. All right, that's how you feeling. If he come up missing y'all, I didn't do it. But um, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna be out there tomorrow too. Definitely. Yeah. Trump, so it's gonna, it's gonna be litty, litty. If I say something or I do something that's a little out of my character, just change it, you know, take it to the alcohol and we'll right. talk about it later. Right, right. <laughs> or don't talk about it. All right, yeah. I had a good week, too. I saw uh, Danny Kane last night. Got my life. Got your life. I met Dawn after the show, like just walking um, outside the House of Blues. So you were living I gave her a hug. <laughs> so she you- called me a beautiful black queen. <laughs> I said, you too. <laughs> Uh, so you and your best when night. I got back to my friend's house, that's all I kept talking about. <laughs> that really made my night. Uh, yeah, so it was a good week. Uh, we got the Bama LSU game tomorrow. Who the Saints play Sunday? And we got the Saints versus the homeless Rams. I mean, don't really do them like that. Like, they ain't know. got a house. <laughs> so they homeless. I mean, they ain't got fans either. Ain't nobody really going to be paying attention to that nobody, game. Because nobody come to that stadium. Not yet. And they won't. Oh, yeah, because they about to, yeah, yeah you know. Well, you yeah. know. They still undefeated, though. They doing their yeah, game. Yeah, that's cute. Oh, that's cute? That's cute. <laughs> that's cute. Remember, the Patriots went undefeated that whole year, that one time. Look, and man, then they lost. You win some, you lose They lost some. the game that mattered, you though, win right? Some, okay. you lose some. Yeah. When, when the last time y'all won a game that mattered? Obama first time, huh? <laughs> All right. Why you bringing up old stuff? My quarterback is better than yours. Anyway... <laughs> Let's get into this. <laughs> Let's get into this. So the first uh, thing we're going to talk about is uh, minding your business. Minding your business. You know, some of you talking about early it's, age. It's very free. <laughs> Yet, some people can't afford to do so. Nope. Nope. Or don't want to do uh, so. Oh, they just don't know how? I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. So to kick this off. Have you ever encountered, which I'm sure you are, but give me a couple stories about people you've encountered that just want to share any and everything about their life? Man, first of all, at work, everybody got that co-worker that just talks and talks, like, tell you, like, things that people shouldn't just talk about with people they aren't intimate with, you know? Right. And not even in a romantic way, just close friendship. Like, my co-workers, some of them I'm cool with, I hang out with them. But everybody I'm not like that with. And some people, I could tell you about their children. Like, mm-hmm. things their children probably wouldn't want other people knowing. And that thing, that makes me think about, like, back in the day. Like, when you, your mama used to be talking to her friends and she just started telling them about what you did. I'm like... Let you get in trouble at school. Yeah! <laughs> like... What? Or let you not have cleaned up something <laughs> right. when she told you, or uh, had you not taken that meat out to thaw it or something. She on the phone. Everybody. Girl. <laughs> I had to beat the hell out of her. But she used to tell us what happened in the house, stays in the house. No. 
Like, what that, like. Do as I say, not do, as I do. Man, I heard that so much. <laughs> I heard that so much. I but think yeah. that's the thing for me. Like, the biggest thing is at work. It is at work. And I hate to say it, but I don't work with many of us. So. I wasn't going to say it, but you know. You know. If you know, you know. The, the, the Europeans love telling mm. their business. And I'm talking mama, wife, grandmother, kids. It don't matter. It don't matter. Like, it don't even have to be their business nope. to tell. They telling on anybody and everybody. And then, after they tell you everybody's business, they look to you like, it, it's time to share. No bueno. No like, bueno. I didn't even ask for this information. I don't care about who your your child is sleeping with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care that your, your daughter don't know who her, her child's father is. And they, they really expect you to share with them. They just do. Share with them. And they be like, so, okay, so I just told you everything about me. Mm-hmm. It's your turn now. No, and right. I'm like, oh, that's, I'm sorry. I'll keep y'all in my None plans, of your business. None of your business. But my life is my life. None of your business. If you want to know about my life, you would have to be a part of it. And that's that. So why do you think because don't get me wrong, it's not all Europeans. Well, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? No. Like it's a reason why your grandmother know everybody business mm-hmm. at the church, mm-hmm. and it ain't because a white man. And told the hairdresser know everybody business. Exactly. Yeah. So why do you think people feel so inclined? Do you think it's a false sense of security, or you think they just want somebody to talk to, and they just open their mouth? I think it's. I think it, it could be a mixture of both. Like some people want just that. A, that attention in a way right and i think some people just like to talk like some people are just like very social creatures and when they don't have like that small talk to make they end up sharing things that they probably shouldn't share um stuff that's probably not fitting for the setting like at work they Mm -hmm. just start talking about a whole bunch of like personal things and it's like whoa like Yo, like, this not what we're supposed to be talking right. about. Like, this ain't it. Not safe I don't, like, it's not safe for work. And I don't care. Right. Like, this not my business. Right. Like, you might need to be talking to a licensed professional. That's not me yet. Right. Like, I'll, and don't get me wrong. I do like talking to people about their problems. Like, I'll listen. Right. Like, not talking to them, but I'll listen. I'm right. a good listener. So, I think that also plays a part in it, too. Given who the recipient is of that information. If people feel like you're somebody who they can, like, trust mm-hmm. or they feel comfortable talking to you, that may make them more inclined to do so and tell you some wild shit. It's like, this is my problem on the flip side of it. If somebody come to you and they give you information unwillingly, mm-hmm. you know, you like you said, I'm provoked. You're not asking for it. Right. You still know, depending on what they tell you, that... Out of respect, it should not be told to somebody right, else. Right, right. So, like, I never understood, like, why would you go and, you know, and divulge just, that information? Right, right, Like, right, why? Right. And then you get, then when a the person get mad at you for divulging that information, and you say, oh, well, you told me and I didn't ask for it. Yeah. That's, a, that's not an excuse. Like, not. you still knew that they didn't want, you know, I don't think it takes a genius to understand that if somebody tell you that their wife been cheating on them for the past two years, you don't need to tell the whole office that. Right, because that's not everybody's business. Right. Everybody I, don't need to know that exactly. she was in. And then, you know. But like they told you because they trusted you. Right. They, they, and you know, not necessarily because they wanted you to have an opinion on it. They probably just needed to get it out. Right, exactly. So, with that being said, why do you think people love to have an input on others' lives? 
I think because people feel they are entitled to do so. Where's the entitlement come in at? This day and age, I think social media. Okay. I think when they see people sharing certain mm-hmm. aspects of their lives, they feel inclined to have a say. Right. And what like, they're doing and how they're doing right. it. Right. They, they feel inclined. I mean, even, you know, making a comment right. on a picture. Like, sometimes people won't just, like, like a picture. They might feel inclined to, like say something and it's like oh yo you know why do you feel this is your place like say they don't agree with something I think my biggest pet peeve with that scenario is when folks decide um they're they're gonna kinda like for example I hate I hate when people post that they did something good for somebody. Mm. Whether it be giving a pair of shoes, yes, you know, they whatever they doing. Work. Yeah, charity work. I hate when I see that posted. Not that I hate that people are doing it. Right. I hate that the people who say, oh, well, why you had to record it? What does it matter? You get what I'm saying? Like, what does it matter? Instead of just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, this person is doing no, something No, like, even if they did it for recognition, they still did it. Yeah. There's some people that won't even do it. And I think sometimes part of the reason that people do that, like... Like, at first, I kind of was like, oh, man, well, like, why didn't they record it? But I don't comment on it or nothing. But then I'm like, wait, maybe they put it out there that they didn't to, you know, put that in other people's minds to start paying you know it forward. So it's like they're not trying to do it to let people, oh, hey, right. I do good things for people. I don't know. I think they're doing it like, hey, maybe everyone right. should start doing the same thing. Because my thing is, like, today in the age, like, you know, you have somebody that posts a good deed. And there's always that one person that's going to, you know, say, oh, this is fake because mm-hmm. you recorded it. Right. And it's just like, well, how do you find this fake? But you didn't find it fake when the Black Panthers was recording. Because they, mm-hmm. they were doing nothing Cause but we got, good deeds. We got footage, right. Because they saying? got footage of, like, when they was doing the, um, the free breakfast, breakfast program. program. Nobody said they was fake mm-hmm. for doing it. It's a clap. You know what I'm saying? It's a applaud. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the difference between them doing it and this person buying a pair of shoes right. for a homeless person he sees? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still a good deed. It's right. still being recorded. You and know, you looked at that as a movement, but you say this person doing it right. for clout. And that's why I look at that stuff the way I do. Like, because I think maybe those people are trying to start a movement mm-hmm. of just people caring about people. Mm-hmm. You, you ever... You ever told somebody about a situation you was into, and they just went with their Dr. Field tip, and you didn't want it? Yes, I have. I have plenty of, like, friends, like, I'll just say something, like, say something happened at work or something, or, or with somebody I know. I've had people, like, start putting their input. I'm like, oh, go. I'm not, you know... I'm not coming to you because I, I want your input. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to you because I trust you, and I just need to vent. Right. Like, but this isn't time for you to just come out and tell me what you think I should do or what I should have done right. in that situation. But then I also have the thing, you know, you're a parent, so I'm sure you have people try to tell you how to parent. And it's like, that's good for you. I'm going to do what works for me and my son. I mean... I mean, perfect example. I got two examples for that. I'm always getting slandered or added on the timeline because I believe in whooping my child. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I feel like whooping your child is just like anything else in life. It comes with its pros, it comes with its cons. Yeah. 
But I'm not ashamed to say I got whooped and it worked for me. And I know kids that didn't get whooped. And look how they turned and look out. How they turned out. I'm not ashamed to say that. Because I'm a firm believer and sometimes if it's not broken, don't fix it. But I also better ride for a child. Right. Exactly. You know, but some people say, Oh, people pick and choose when they're gonna use a bottle. Yeah, because everything's situational in life. Right. Like that's right. that's just gonna happen. But another thing happened the other day was um my son's mother told me about a bully at school a few weeks ago. Wasn't bothering my child, but you know, he told his mama yeah. about a bully. Well, last week was I guess my son's turn to get bothered. And my son got in trouble for busting his lip. So the I'm on the timeline. Yeah, the bully yeah. lip. So I'm on the timeline saying, this is how y'all need to handle bullies. Right. Stop putting your kids on the internet crying. Yeah. And saying that you need to fight, you know, violence yeah, with peace and love. Like, no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's how you want to raise your child, cool. But don't expect me to agree. I'm not going to sit here and tell my child, you let somebody put their hands on you. Yeah, no. You let somebody talk to you any kind of way. Absolutely. Like, no, especially as a black man. Like, what I look like setting my child up to say, you fight this world with peace and love. As a black man. Yeah, I'm feeling And then people like to bring up Martin Luther King. I'm like, shut up, first of all. No. All right, like, and Martin Luther I, King was on the verge of becoming real militant. Real militant. And that's why real they had militant. to kill him. And that's why I think a lot of people don't realize, like, Mm-mm. when he got knocked off is when him and Malcolm X were getting uh-huh. really close. Yep. When they were getting really yep. close. He was getting too close. Malcolm X was starting to make him realize, hey, look, you got a good thing going, but it's not going to get done this right. way. Like and they knocked him off. And then, yeah. and then what happened after? Malcolm. Malcolm, you know? right. So it's just like, there's only so much peace and love in this world. There's only so much respectfulness you can show right. in this world. You can't, you can't continue to respect people who blatantly disrespect you. Exactly. Because what is that showing? That's showing them that they can just keep doing what they're doing. Exactly. And that's fine. It's building a tolerance. Yeah. That's what it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's building a tolerance. And, you know, people are going, you know, as long as you build that tolerance, they're going to forever, you right. know, try it. They're going to keep building on it. Keep you building. show them that's an accepted behavior. Right. They're going to keep poking in your business and keep seeing how far they can go. Right. So, with that being said, when do you think it's not acceptable to mind your business? Okay. So, in situations like if you see some, like, flaky shit going on, mm-hmm. say, like, you at a bar and you see a woman who drunk or if she even not drunk but she just being bothered by this man who she clearly doesn't know nor does she want attention from I'm a step in just like woman to woman type shit like uh uh-uh, uh girl like I'm gonna I'm a help you out like I, I have I have stepped in for like women I do not know when mm-hmm. I saw that they clearly were in a bad situation with a man that they did not know and they were trying to get out of it but they were like not forced but they didn't want to make they didn't want to make a scene because you never know how a man will react you never know how a person gonna react period but they didn't know how that man would react and you know you can't blame them we kind of socialize as women to like you know be nice right to men just out of fear of being hurt you know so I I think that's I I think instances like that it's okay to not mind your business okay that makes sense my biggest situational response to that is 
we're starting to see these videos of niggas putting their hands on women. And not only is there a woman in the room, it might be his partner in the room, there's another male figure in the room. And everybody just watching. Everybody is like, oh, that's just how it goes. You know what oh, I'm saying? Like, like that video, I don't know if you remember, it came out maybe a few months ago. It was like, oh, that's her pimp. No, y'all. No, no. No, like, that's not okay. Right, that, none of that. Like, I don't care what she They're talking is, about, oh, that's not him. So, because she may be a prostitute, that's okay? No. Nah, or because she a quote-unquote hoe? What I will say is, and I'm pretty sure you can attest to this, is we have family members that are married, and that's a part of their relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and it, you hear all the time, don't step into that because she takes that. So obviously she's okay with that. Right. But my thing is, when it comes to marriages, I can say, especially in my family, you know, anybody else, if I'm at my partner's house and I see it, and it's a marriage and they're adults, I'm going to leave it alone. Because I'm, st- I'm grown, but I'm a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I-, I still hold to those values I was raised on. But if I'm with one of my partners, and he putting his hand on, you know, whoever yeah. she may be to him, I'm going to step in. Like, nah, like, and people can say, like, you know, that's a double standard, or that's not right, I whatever mean, it is. But, but with life, like, there's double standards. Yeah, right? and you got your picks and choosing. Yeah. You got your picks and choosing. Your and battle, that's the thing, you, you gotta know when to pick your battles. Mm-hmm. Because your family, you probably grew around, you grew up around that, so it's kind of normal, and you know nothing will that's change thing, if like, you do step in. Like, why would you jump into in front of a couple or between a couple that's been married 30 years? Right. And like, that's for just, what? That's what they do. For what? They it, it sound bad. But it's like that's what that's, they do. Nothing you gonna, gonna change. Nothing you gonna change. But about if you it. with your boy, right. he put his hand on his. Yeah, no. Right. But I feel like if, I, if I'm if I'm with my partner, and he put his hands on a young lady that might be his girlfriend or somebody right. he's dealing with. That could be broke. Right. Thirty years can be broke too, but it ain't gonna be stopping you in an instance and mm-hmm. calling you out. That's no. something they've been doing for years. Yeah, but if I see else. my partner. And we fairly young, mm-hmm. you know, I could be like, yo, I don't give a fuck what you saw in your household. Right, this ain't Don't it. do this shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, cut this shit out. Mm-hmm. Don't continue a cycle. Right. Because it's only going to continue the cycle. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're only going to continue, you know, right. other things. So, it's just like, you know, I always think of that instance when I see that. But then, the downside to that is when you step into something, you take the chance of being called fake because you're choosing sides. Or you, you know, you're not necessarily, you know, uh, being <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We, we got a guest. Yeah, we gotta, we're going to call him Gravy We're going to call him Gravy Guy. <laughs> gravy Guy. <laughs> the funny part is, like, I was like, watch, I'm going to go eat some of their gravy fries. They're like, no, you won't. I was like, oh, they, they don't know that I already came and you offered me one. Sorry, you guys are on the phone. My bad. No, you're, you're good. good. Hi, I'm the crazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you know, like I said, you know, in them situations, you're gonna get called fake sometimes. Right. So with that being said, you ever been called fake, or you ever had any fake friends? I have had female? fake friends, but I could say that nobody could ever call me fake because of anything. Um. Sometimes okay. I'm like too blunt. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with my friends, like uh, I don't ever need there to be any confusion with anything I do in life, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, with any of my relationships, uh, and recently I really just 
I just really try to be very clear with my intentions, period. Right. But I have had people who call themselves friends mm-hmm. who did not seem genuine. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got real friends who you've been friends with, like, you know, most of your damn life. You know what a real friend is. Right. You know what that embodies. You know what that entails. And so, yeah, I've, I've run across people like who are like, try to be my friend or call themselves my friend. Right. But at the end of the day, they were not my friends. And those people are not my friends. Like, they're not in my life right now. I mean, me you? personally, I don't know if I'm just blessed or maybe I just, I'm so much of an introvert. That I don't get out enough to experience it, but I can honestly say, like, I probably experienced like a fake friendship or just a fake person in general once directly, mm. you know, towards me. Was it I, a dude? It was a female. It that, was a female. That might be the common denominator. And it was it was a situation to where, you know. You know, like, where we from, brothers and sisters, that happen all the time. But people hear brothers and sisters, and they're like, ah, nigga, like... Yeah. Which I, you know, yeah. really... But, like, me and this female, like, you know, we were really brother and sister. I never shot my shot. She never shot hers. We were just cool. Yeah. You know, and, you know, one thing led to another, and it was just like, dog, like, you know, you on some fugazi shit, like, mm-hmm. you know, but even today, and I guess that's because, like, maybe I have a big heart, or I believe people make mistakes and whatnot, but we still cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We not best friends. But if I see her, like, yo, what's I'm like, what's good with you? I'm going to hug you, you know, you know, right. whoop it whoop. But I think that a lot of people, especially, I've seen these posts one time. I seen a post, it went viral, and it was a girl. And she was with a group of maybe five or six girls. And it was a thread. And this thread was an X over the girl face to the reason why. X over the girl face to the reason why. I saw that. And it was like fake friends. And everybody was like, wait a minute. Maybe you're the you, common denominator. You are the fake friends. And I think that's a lot of problem with people is that, especially in the social media age, we meet so many people and you decide to latch on to every individual. Uh-huh. And every individual, your partner or whatever uh-huh. like that. Like me and you. Like, we met on the internet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't like we, like, best friend like we're gonna tell each other all our business right like, you know right. like no nah, we cool right. we've just we gotten to know it. each other over. you know what i'm yeah. saying like it's trustworthy right but you know what i'm saying like imagine if we did this with every person we yeah. met on twitter every person we met on instagram then you basically you open it up yourself oh, to yeah. find fake friends uh-huh. you know what i'm saying like you yeah. put yourself in that predicament and the people that i know that i would say are like that all those kind of people mm-hmm. who, like you know the, the group chat people the people who want to be in all the group chats, divulging mm-hmm. all the information, and also gathering the information of the other people in the group chat. Right. Like at some points, I felt like in group chats because I used I used to be in them too. You know, mm-hmm. everybody. Me too. Yeah, everybody. Chat. Yeah. But it's like at points, I felt like people were in those group chats just to get information from other people. So when like you know, when D Day came, basically, there was like they was gonna tell all your business. Right. Like I felt like. But maybe that's me being paranoid. Right. I'd be paranoid on some shit, too. Yeah, definitely. But if you stay ready, you never got to get ready. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like there were people who were really just there to get information on you. So whenever y'all fell out, oh, bitch. Yeah, it's on the timeline. Your information is out there. <laughs> on the yeah. So what's the first sign you look for? What's the first sign you think that's most notable when somebody has ill intentions with you? Whether that be a relationship or a friendship? When I say for friendships, 
I haven't ran into it with like any male. Mm-hmm. Um, but for like females and friendship, I say the sign I look for is like when say a chick like. So, in in a group chat, mm-hmm. somebody you don't really know. Say, it's like they fishing for information, I guess that's the best way mm-hmm. to put it. Okay. And it's like, they kind of are not direct with it, mm-hmm. but you can tell, you can pick up on it. It's like they're trying to get a certain thing from So, like a news reporter. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, and I'm like, yo, like, you interrogating mm-hmm. me? Like what, you, like, what you know, or what you want to know, or... When girls try to befriend you mm-hmm. because y'all messing with the same dude, that's the that's like the first sign. And I'm like, girl, it's okay. Like, if I'm casually dating a dude or just you know yeah. we just friends with benefits or something, I don't like I don't care if you are also having sex with him, girl. Like, <laughs> we do not have to be friends, right? And you do not have to act like you want to be my right, friend, exactly. You don't, yeah, yeah, you don't you don't have to do that. Or you don't have to act like you want to be my friend to see if you can get some dirt on me, essentially. So you could what? Get them to yourself? Because if it ain't me, it's going to be somebody else. I I also think that people, sometimes they'll they'll gauge for information because they want to use it as a measuring stick Mm. for them in their lives, personally. You think that's like an insecurity thing? I don't think it's an insecurity thing. I think it's... I think it's just a competition thing. Like, I feel like most humans... Uh, life is a competition. Except these soft-ass kids that's coming up now. They, I mean, these well, generation with a pro, uh, participation trophy. Yeah. You know, everybody got to play. You know, they're not going to really know what competition right. is. But for eyes and older, I feel like competition is a part of everyday life. Yeah. So, I feel like, you know, there are some people, they get information and they use it for good. And you know they motivate themselves, right. or you know, you know they 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 find a way to kind of look at you as an aspiration. They might not even tell you, but they do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But then there's some people they use it for bad. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they, you know, like you said, it might be I might be fucking with the same dude, and it's just like, oh, uh, you know, she's still in school. I got my degree and my job. Like, what you doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they they can use yeah. it. They can use it in that way. You know that that yeah. competitive. You know that competitive. Thinking that makes them better. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, have you ever had a friend that seemed to be you know just all them shaking through the pressure while you going through it? Oh man. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's like you tell like a certain type of person like what's going on, what's going wrong, mm-hmm. and they like it's like they get like a burst of energy. It's like. It's like they get the star on Mario. Right. Like, they just be ready to go. And it's like, oh. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. wait, what? Like, say you doing bad with your nigga. Like, and they just like, oh, leave him. It's like, <laughs> we just, you know, we just had an argument. Wait, man, 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 like, stupid. Yeah, like, you want me to leave him so I can be like you? Right. <laughs> like, there you go. There you go. Like, yes. Yes, that is it. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like you you want us to be miserable together? Right, yeah, like, like that don't work. What's up, sis? That don't work. Your house yes. on fire, so you want to let the whole neighborhood. Yep. Right. It's like, girl, wait. What? I'm just telling you this because I trust you. Right. And I just need to vent about this right. dude being stupid. And see, I think, I think, like I said, with anything in life, there's a good and bad to it. 
And I think those situations, you can look at another way because I was always taught, like, be careful to complain about your situation because somebody else is wishing for your situation. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I'm not going to lie, if, you know, if, if somebody come to me and they got problems and I can easily be in that situation, I might look at it like, damn, like, what I'm complaining for? Shut right. up. Like, right. just shut up and, right. you know, be thankful for what you got and whatnot. Or if in the instance, if I'm getting the short end of the stick, I could be like, all right, you know, my nigga, my homegirl, she went through this shit. Now she on the up and up. Right. So let me just sit back and relax and, you know, wait on my time because everybody right. got their time. Right. But like you said, it's always a, a good and bad with it. And sometimes people use that for the worse or, you know, then, then they will, you know, for the better good. Yeah, it's like they just be waiting on your downfall. Right. No meek meal. <laughs> um... But yeah, like I literally know, and I I don't I I can't say that I know any dudes who are like that. Mm. Like I, I don't know. Do you think it's a female thing? I really do. Like when I think when I think of things like this, I always think about not a female after breakup, but a female that just might be you know doing her little thing. And they got females that love to make the comment, "Oh, you thought that was your homeboy, mm-hmm. but he in my DMs." Oh, he used to DM me. And it's like, sweetheart, look. First of all, like, I feel like women should take consideration that women know that men are not emotionally built like y'all are. Right. So when you say things like that, first of all, recognize that, I want to say, eight times out of ten, they already know. Mm -hmm. And if they don't know, when he tell him, he's going to be like, oh, I ain't fucking with no more. Go ahead, dog. Like, you want me to to assist you with this? You want me to throw your alley hoop? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... You know, the female always take it as if, like, it's a one-up. Right. No, my nigga. Like, it, it's rarely a one-up. Don't get me wrong. You get them some dudes that, you know, they find out about they being their feelings. They at their nigga neck about it. You know, they break a friendship. But for the most part, it's not like that. It's like, yo, they ain't my hoe no more, dog. Like, you got to. You know what I'm saying, my nigga? This, this, you know, I've seen niggas sit down and be like, all right, you want them? This and this and this. This is how I got yeah. You know what I'm saying? This, this, and this. This is what you got to be aware of, my nigga. Yeah. Like, you know, she loved this. She loved that. Go get her. Right. Easy copy. Right. You know, the whole time right. she thinking like, oh, well, you know, he cheated on me, so now I'm fucking his homeboy. Forget right. that. Like, nah, my nigga. Like, they talked this over. Like, right. you know, Like, the homeboy did not ready to put him on. Which is foolish <laughs> to me that that's even a thing that girls do. Because I'm like, why Why do you think you going to hurt him that way? Like, you think... It's you very think he's like not I said, that? right. Like I said, it's very rare that a man, like it happens, but it's just it's not as much as women that a man gets mad because his ex is smashing some other man or like smashing his own girl. No, like because nine times out of ten in this society, he cheated on you, so he did not already moved on. So what you do after this is completely irrelevant because he cheated on you for a reason. Just start cheating. Shout out to Donna. Um, <laughs> Just tweet, y'all. That's it. <laughs> go ahead. Move. Go on ahead like, about your yeah, business. That's the only way you're going to be happy. That's the only thing. You know, that's the only thing. And it's just like, you know, at, at the end of the day, you just kind of, you got you to gotta move on and do your thing because it's just like nine times out of ten, like I said, you're not going to hurt him. Uh-uh. You're not going to hurt him. At he didn't already talk it over with his homeboy or the nigga that you so-called think his homeboy is not even in his inner circle. Right. That's or he wasn't even cool. that invested in you to begin with. Exactly. So he really Obviously, don't care. If he was the next one. Right. You know what I'm saying? If he, he really was the don't next care what you're doing. So it's just like you you really putting miles on your pussy for no reason. Like pretty like, much. <laughs> like that's what like, you doing. Right. In the name of revenge. For what? And he, right. up, he up here laid up with his next bitch. <laughs> 
Yeah, goofies. Alright. So, speaking of goofies, uh -oh. I want to get into something that happened on the timeline yesterday. You know, it's the holiday season. Okay. It's time to discuss fixing plates. <laughs> so, you saw what happened yesterday. Old girl mm -hmm. said she she make six figures, so she can't be fixing plates. Right. What the fuck I got to do with making a plate? It's this equality thing. Yeah, that's what it is. Like you have so many women that you know women can do what men can do you know it's not the 60s 70s 80s i'm not staying at home and not letting you cheat on me i could go get a job that's paying just as much as you so to me it's an equality thing but like i always say it always seems as though not just women but men too individuals always want equality when it's convenient when it's convenient you get what i'm saying but there are also there are there are these feminists that literally they're so stuck in equality that it don't even have to be a convenience. They just, they, they're just going to get equality, yeah. whatever. But, and that's what it seemed like. I don't, I don't follow the Go Gabby girl or whoever they was talking about. Yeah, yeah I, I don't follow her. But from what I know, she seemed like one of them feminists that she's going to, she's going to push that agenda regardless. But fixing a plate? A plate. You know Like a plate, First my of nigga. all, <laughs> she don't make six figures. <laughs> so yeah, ever since so she on uh, PSD. She making six figs. She literally just graduated, I think, maybe. She was on the cusp for a while. <laughs> so I don't even know if she even graduated for sure, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I was like, since when you put a salary cap on... Fixing plates. Fixing plates. Like, why is that, why is that a tax bracket? I, I, think, I think everything is just becoming money these days. <laughs> and I think the biggest misconception about the money these days is... Like, women are so smart, but sometimes y'all just do things that just make me wonder. Like, are y'all so smart that y'all are dumb? Because, like, every time you get on the timeline every day is niggas are broke. If every, like, if every dude that was considered broke on the timeline, you know how many niggas would be broke right now? If every yeah. nigga was broke. Yeah, that's true. But, so, with that being said, everything can't be broke. Right. No problem. Every, 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 you can't be broke because if everything was broke, then there would be nothing for women to be attaining about, unless it was celebrity. Mm -hmm. So what that tells me is not nah, everything is not broke. Every nigga you deal with is not broke. He might not even broke. He, he just not spending on you. Right. He just don't want to spend what you think he should be spending. Exactly. Oh, you, you're when not worth it. I get back to entitlement though, because it's like why exactly. you think he should be spending this right. money? Um. Like he probably don't even like you like that, or he could just tell that you out for what he got. And when a when a dude realize that, from what I've seen is, that's when he really become cutthroat. Right. That's when he really act broke. Right. And he realize what you here for. Uh huh. And then next thing you know, the same dude that realized what you was here for, and he acts broke, then you on the timeline two weeks later. Oh, this nigga broke this nigga. No, like. He made me split the bill. He's like, girl, he just getting to know you. But you was talking about equality last week on the timeline. Yeah, so you can't pay for so your bill. So what's up? Like, what? Exactly. It's a convenience right. thing. Like, it's, right. a, it's a convenience thing. You like, know, even down to. Because like, if a dude got on there calling all the women broke anyway, all hell would break out. Break loose. And it was crazy that that was on the timeline yesterday because uh, 
one of my brothers, his baby mom was trying to take him back for an increase. And my grandmother had found out about it. And she was trying to take him back for an increase simply because um, he got her for joint custody. Mm. So his child support automatically got cut down. Yeah. And the state of Louisiana, at least. I don't know how other states. state of Louisiana, you get joint custody, child support get cut down. As it should. Right. Because the whole point of child support is for you right. to support that child as if you were there. Exactly. So, yeah. So... He, why would somebody who pays joint custody even have to pay child support though? Is that why? Is because that you mean? gotta pay because it's 50-50. So you gotta pay something while you with that. You know what I'm saying? Because like you can have 50-50 custody to where you are. You got summers, holidays, mm. one week in a month. Mm-hmm. But that means the child still with the mama during the majority of the school okay. year. You know what I'm saying? Like that with the expenses. I just are. don't understand child right. support. Right? No, no. I mean we don't. Yeah. Yeah, neither of us do. Like I, neither of us do. Neither of us do. I'm trying to get Trump to you know get yeah, that out of here. <laughs> so. You know, so she was trying to get an increase, which in Louisiana, you get five years. Every five years, you can go and get an increase. And my grandma's whole thing was, like, my nigga, you getting almost $1,000 a month, you stay in Section 8. Mm, and you get a voucher for that. So it's just like, what you really doing with this money? Yeah. So in that case, my grandmother was just like, you know, I really hate these women that are all, that go around talking about they man should provide this, this, and this mm-hmm. because usually that woman can't provide it herself. Right, right, and that's the thing you shouldn't you shouldn't request anything of anyone to provide for you that you cannot provide for yourself. Yeah. that's really what it comes down yeah. to. And, my, yeah. and then the thing about it is like when you say that they would be like, oh, well, he's a man in the house. I'm marrying him. Okay, cool. If you want to do that, if you want to be the man in the house, then you need to accept everything when coming and being a man in the yeah. house. Him telling you no, mm-hmm. him stepping out with uh, Shanice around the corner. <laughs> right. Like, if you want him to be the man in the house, then you need to act like the woman of the house. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it happens. It's always a convenience thing. Like, I want him to be the man in the house when the bills come into play. Right. But when I feel like I want to, you know, be recognized and I want to have some clout in this household, then he's not the man in the house no more. The thing that stood out with that tweet yesterday was... uh. You know, she was like, she makes six figures, and then she was like, the subservient thing is for broke men. So I'm like, why you say if you make six figures, you can't make a plate? So if your man make more than you, you still can't make that plate? Does a man have to make more than you for you to want to fix his plate? And does this man have to be... um, does this man have to be ro- romantically involved with you for you to fix a plate? Like you, man, I, look. that's just how I was. I fix plates for friends. Like I don't right. care. Like it's not a big deal. It's not even like something I would think twice about. Right. Like if we had a get together, or especially if I'm hosting something at my house, I'm gonna fix the plate. I'm gonna fix the plate for everybody. Right. If they want me to fix, a, I'm gonna fix the plate. Even if they don't want, I'm like, you know, y'all want something. Like, I don't care. Unless, you know, you just want to fix your plate or you're not ready to eat at that time. Right. I won't fix your plate at that point. But, uh, like, if not, I'm going to fix your plate. It ain't no problem. I don't, I, I just had a harder time with it because it's just, you know, like, I tell my son and mama all the time, we always joke, we got a pretty good relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look. I don't know if you're paying attention on social media. By the time our child get 18, he gonna have to pay a girl just to get her number. Like, that's the way it's going. Like, that's legit the way it's going. And, like, some people say, I've seen people say, oh, like, y'all only like this on this app. Mm-hmm. That works to a certain extent. Because I know, women, I know women who are just how they are on the app. 
They all like that in real life. And you know, at some point, that has to be it. Because a lot of us are who we are on that app mm-hmm. and off of the app. Right. So, there's got to be a good percentage of women who are like showing their true colors. And people are like, oh, this is only a problem on here. So, yeah. I just think sooner or later, in any relationship, in any friendship, you're going to have to take a backseat to somebody. Oh, for sure. So it's just like, this talk, it only goes so far. Yeah, it all comes down to communication. Right. Alright, so, next up. This topic. Okay, so how do you feel about... The ins and outs of letting your friends, whether single or in a relationship, into your relationship life. Um, there's only certain friends that I trust now to do so with. Uh, I say that because some people, you tell them one thing about what's going on in your relationship, and they just feel like they can just give you suggestions at any time give you advice at any time even if it's not sound advice they just want to like be involved and like feel like they they have that right basically and or say it's like somebody who's single and you tell them what's going on or whatever it's like they just gonna tell you to like basically break up automatically because they want you to be single like them or they want you to be unhappy like them. Mm-hmm. Or it could be somebody in a relationship and they could try to convince you to put up with some like unnecessary shit right. just because they do so in their relationship. And some people got to realize just because it works for you, it, do- it that doesn't mean it's going to work for others. Mm-hmm. So you, you told a really fine line when you let your friends into your relationship right. when you let anybody into your relationship period because they got people who share like with their family members like their parents being involved like I think I would like run for the hills <laughs> if I was with a man who like told his mama like everything about right. like our relationship right. cause it was like at some point we gotta work on us just us right. because at the end of the day that's who it's gonna be right so so okay what that been said since you brought up the mama so, in my past relationships, I, I feel like just like a lot of mothers or parents out there, nobody was ever good enough for me and my mama. Nobody. Right. Nobody right. ever introduced her to. She found something. Mm-hmm. She always found something. So, with my last relationship, I was fed up with it. Because it was just like, everybody I bring you, something wrong. Like, something is wrong. Like, nobody's going to be perfect, but Jesus Christ, like, you right. ain't found nobody. Right. You know, so in my last relationship, I decided to go against the brain. Mm. And, you know, my mother would tell me, you know, I, I don't want to say from day one, but pretty damn early into the relationship, which lasted a few years, you know, um, she would always tell me, like, she's not the one. This is this. This is that. You know, blase, blase. And I went against my mom. I went against my mama so far to the point to where 
we stopped communicating at one point in time. You think part of that was you just like being like rebellious? I think it was me being rebellious, but it was also me being just fed up with nobody ever being yeah, good, good enough good for enough. me. Because yeah. it was just like, okay, so when is somebody ever going to be good right, enough for right, me? Right, right, right. And just like most men, my mom was a single mother. So at some point in time, she stopped looking at me as a son and started looking at me as her man. Right. And she started protecting me in that way. Right. So I was kind of at the point to where like, is anybody ever going to be good enough for me? Right. Like, you know, so I went against her. But then in the end, she was totally correct. So my thing is, you know, a lot of people, they don't want the parents to get involved, which I feel like they shouldn't. But in the same token, it's I just, just like... It's, a, it's levels It's a happy medium. It. Yeah. It's a happy like, medium. Like, I don't think you shouldn't, like, share with your parents. But right. when I say, like, if a man is, like, like telling his mom everything, I right. mean, like, everything. everything. Right, 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 like, right, right, right. like, say we get into an argument about you leaving the cabinets open. Right. Why are you telling your mama? <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, why your mama needs to know something they just keep so painting trivial? the image for us. Yeah. yeah. They keep painting the image. So now you're, now you're setting it up where I might have to cuss out your mama, and I might like her. Like, but she might feel like she knows me. Mm-hmm to another degree where she shouldn't feel comfortable like just speaking on certain things right so it's like it's you it's a it's a fine line it's a real fine line so with that being said let me ask you the twitter question that keep popping up Uh-oh. <laughs> every now and then oh no not the call situation Who's sitting in the front seat, Bria? Who's sitting in the front seat? Oh, elders, no doubt. I let look, elders, no doubt, sitting in the front seat unless they say they don't want to. You catch that front seat. You, See, that's, that's my thing. Like, I feel like I feel like people Period. who go against it. I feel like they were not raised in that Southern Baptist atmosphere yeah, because it's just like no matter if y'all dating or not. That's your elder, like that's your elder. Exactly. Like, just let like take the front seat. Right. Like, right. I mean, like we all going to the same place, you right. know. Like right. you know, it don't even matter. But so when I see people go against it, I'm like, yo, like, you know, what, what's your deal? I I don't I don't understand why that's even a thing because it's like, what are y'all doing? Y'all really not letting the older person sit in the front? Right. Like. But I think a lot goes into that is the women who experience the mother that's very petty towards them. Well, it's probably because she just don't like them. That's true, too. That's true, too. And I I haven't encountered her. Right. But I don't think I'd do well if that was a situation I did encounter. I think, I think I, like I told you, like how my mother was, I think, you know, I've encountered her a few times. But I think my mother is the way she is is because... Not now because I feel like I've grown. I went through enough things yeah. to know exactly what I want and how I want it. Right. You know, but I think before my mother knew what dating me came with. Right. And she would always say, you know, the people I was dating, I let her meet. Girl, he just like his daddy. That girl don't know my daddy. Right. But she right. would always say, girl, I don't, I don't know where to track you to him, but that nigga just like his daddy. So good luck to you. But it's like you was with my daddy, mom. Right, exactly. That's my thing. You still bitter. You're right. You still bitter. Like, like, you, you picked him. Right. Y'all ain't been together in 20 years. Right. You still bitter. So it's just like, you know, what, what are you really saying to this young lady? Yeah, that's crazy. You, um, you ever had any friends, like, try to tell you what to do in your relationship? Like, after you, you share something, maybe? I, I, for, for the most part of my relationships, except for my last one, I was very quiet mm-hmm. about what went on in my relationship. But my last relationship was so long and so detailed 
that eventually I found myself talking to my friends about it, especially when problems, especially. But one thing I always held this to. Is your son's mother? No, oh. no, 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 no. Because me and her, we really have oh, a relationship. Right. <laughs> we co-parents. Yeah. So, but you know, with her, it was so detailed and so intricate that I don't know why, but I would never ask my single friends. But I will always go to my friends that were in relationships. Would you not trust your single friends with whatever? whatever? I don't want to say I don't trust them because you can't say just because somebody not into something they can't give you no good advice on it. Right, Because right, some right. of your best coaches never played the game. Listen. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, they did play the game, they weren't good at it. Nick Saban, right. Phil Jackson. Like, you got coaches that are really good coaches, but they never really played the game with that's, that's a common thing people say on Twitter. They like... Why y'all taking that advice from single people? And they Sometimes they can give you the best outlook. They can give you the like, best outlook. Why you think because this person is single? Right. Like, this Just person might be single right now in a moment. That right. mean because your help. problem might have been the problem that ended their last exactly. relationship. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That they were smart enough to walk away from. Or they were smart enough to be like, oh, this is a problem. I'm going to address this problem. Right. If this problem isn't fixed, I'm leaving. But I think a lot of people, what they get... Well, they get, you know, in a bit of confusion that when it comes to advice from friends, whether they single in a relationship, is that that's an opinion. Right. That's exactly what you're getting from right. that person. That person's not telling you that opinion and say, oh, you need to take it. Mm-hmm. You need to do what I say. No, like, you ask for that opinion. So take that opinion, whatever the other opinions you got, right. and make it fit your situation. Mm-hmm. But some people, they, they get an opinion and they just automatically apply it to their right. situation. And that's what they fuck up. Because even if you're going through the same problem, it's still four different individuals involved if that other person is in a relationship. So that's four different personalities, which shapes an event very differently depending on who you're dealing with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, take your advice, but then shape it. Make it as best as you can, right. you know, to get the job done. And people don't do that. And then they end up taking a whore, you know, they end up taking just all their advice, applying to their situation, not thinking for themselves. And then when the shit backfired, now they're looking at their friend. Right, friend. right. And it's like, oh, you can't give, you can't give relationship advice to somebody single. Like, no, you the idiot for taking their advice and just, you know, solely depending on that. Like, no, you can't do that. Because you got to, like, take advice and then you got to apply it to your situation. Because people can give you just general advice. Right. That don't mean you just take it and run with it. You got to see how this situation applies to what you're going through personally. Right. Because right. Like, that thing, like... And I, I just learned that really recently because my last relationship, you know, the problems of it was made public by her. Mm. So when the problems of it was made public, I found out that not only was I going through it, but I got friends, I got homeboys, I got people that's going through the same shit. Mm-hmm. People just don't know. Yeah. So it's just like when they came to me and they like, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like I'm going through the same shit. What should I do? I will always tell them like, yo, like, this is what I did. This is how I felt about it. After a certain amount of time, at a certain amount of tries, I'm not saying you should do it, but this worked for me. Right. And I make sure to always tell, like, anytime, like, Anybody might ask me for my opinion or I give my opinion. I always say like this worked for me. It might not work for you But if we since we talking about the same situation here I'm gonna tell you what you know what I did and if it worked for me or if it didn't work And for some people you do have to preface with that because they they might just take it and run Mm -hmm. And it's like yo, hey, 
I'm not telling you, like, I never tell people what they should do. Right. I would tell you what I would do, but I'm never going to be like, you should do this. Because what I would do is not what you would necessarily right. do. And I think my, my biggest thing here, especially like in 2018, which I've, I've learned, it's sad that I've learned this, you know, so late in my life. Well, not late in my life, but I'm still young, but, you know, I feel like I should have learned this. And I tell my friends, no matter what problem they come to me with, choose your happiness. Always. Choose, like, I don't care what you got to do to choose your happiness. Never feel bad about the actions you chose to choose your happiness. It's been, like, people have been shamed, though, for being selfish in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when it comes to your health, happiness... Be selfish. Be selfish. Be All selfish. the time. Who cares? Like, All the time. Because my thing is, like, if you put your happiness to the side and you make a, you make the humanitarian decision, you make the, you know, I'm going to be nice, I'm going to be respectful decision, uh-huh. and you put your happiness at stake, then you're going to deal with it more than that other person right, is. Right. Because you're going to be like, I looked out for that person for my happiness. Right. Nah, fuck that. Like, I don't, uh-huh. I don't care because, like, you know, I think... The biggest misconception with society is like you owe something. Mm. Like you're owed decency. You're owed respect. Mm-hmm. Like you're not owed nothing. And I'm yeah. so thankful that my family taught me that growing yeah. up. You're not owed. And you're not even owed for somebody to be a decent human being towards you. You're not owed that. If they choose not to be decent with you, that's their choice. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be nice to you. They don't have to be respectful of you. Nothing. Right. And especially when it comes to your happiness. If you got to do some fucked up shit... To get to your happy point, then that's just what you gotta do. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have your happiness, then you fuck. Right. Like you, you just all around fuck. And it's sad because if you gotta do that to reach your happiness, what is that telling you about the people you're dealing with? If they look at what you're doing for your happiness as fucked up. Right. Do that. Does that person want to want you to be happy? Right. And see, that's my thing. Like, you know. Especially when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. I get it. Men and women, like, we do fucked up shit all the time. Right. But if you have a breakup, and it might be a bad breakup, somebody did some fucked up shit, whatever, like that, and you see that they're happy, mm-hmm. not only do you see that they're happy, but you feel that happiness for yourself, you realize, like, you know, you realize yourself that it was a toxic situation, and even though they did something fucked up, they released you of that toxic mm-hmm. situation. Be okay with that. Yeah. Don't 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 slander them for that because they did both of y'all a favor. Even though they did it in a way that you didn't like, they still did both of y'all they a favor. They freed you. Exactly. You they freed themselves. The they freed you. Right. They happy. You happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you know when you go on to slander it and say they a fucked up person, whatever like that, right. you living with it more than them. Because trust me and believe me, once a person finds their happiness. They could care less about what's going on. They might be entertaining it. They might be key key keying with it. Mm-hmm. But trust and believe, my nigga, like they're o- like they're okay because with it. Because they want to keep that happy. Exactly, because now they felt that feeling. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got that feeling, but you so focused on what they did to get to that feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You focus on the fuck up shit. Right. You just like they're like, damn, like. And you this trying is- to figure out how to take that away from Exactly, how to take that away yeah, from it. You're like, nah, my nigga. Because you take- still bitter about it. Exactly. Take yeah. your happiness and go. Like they did you a well, favor. That's a whole nother conversation. Right, itself, though, too, like how people remain bitter after breakups, or yeah. and that could be like you know romantically or just right, right. And it's like, why are you like living your life for revenge, basically? Right. And my thing is just like, you know, 
I don't care if you was on a revenge streak for a week or 48 hours or a fucking day. You still was on it. You know what I'm saying? And especially if you're a woman. Like, if you're a man and you're on a revenge streak, because you're just not built like that, you're going to get over it fairly quickly. But a woman, like, I, I, I legit, I hate to see women in breakups and they take it to the public and they slandering oh. and... Like, don't do that because we all know, we all know how you're built. Like, we are, like, it's only a small percentage. It's only a small percentage of women that are built. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, that's how it was, like, after my last breakup. Like, I had somebody, like, trying to get me to, like, slander him on the timeline. I'm like, yo, that's my son's father. Like, yeah, she didn't work out, but I'm not, I would never, like, disrespect him like that. No, like, because we still have to have a relationship. So, and what would I get out of it? Like, shit didn't work out. Right. What What I look like slandering his name right. after he, he, shit didn't work out, he, he fucked up, whatever. And see, I was I was like that too, and I'd be a first to admit to anybody like when me and my son and mom like we first like had a whole little debacle or whatever like that. I wasn't on the internet with it. I was telling my friends, but like if you knew me, oh, you knew you, I did not oh, like. Because <laughs> like, I was telling his mama, I was telling my mama, I was telling my friends. I was telling my grandma, right. like my little brother, right. like my sister, like you knew. And it, like the crazy part to me was, and it took me a while to realize this was, you know, when I when I did not like her and I had a problem with her, I had somebody, a significant other in my corner that was like, fuck that bitch, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like her either. Yeah. And at the time I was like... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? You're on the same page as yeah. me. But as I got older, I realized, like, no, like, that, that, that's not okay. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? The, like, because we still, like, not only do we have a child to raise, like, me and my son's mother, we have a black man to raise. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have time for the beef between right. us. We Ain't don't no have time, time for that. that. Like, we have no time for that. Absolutely. We don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have to be on our P's and Q's mm-hmm. at each day, right. each second to raise this man and keep him yeah. away from the... And that's the, my other thing. Saying? Like, you know, I'm raising his son too. And I'm like, no, like, he need this man oh, in his life. I'm not about to, like, sabotage or, like, right. ruin that relationship. No. And see, that was the thing, you know, like, and, you know, which it was... It was warranted because my son's mom did some things, but don't get me wrong, I did some things too. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Everybody, yeah, everybody you know what I'm saying? But it, it takes just, two. It takes two. To make it work, and yeah. it takes two to, like, not make it work. Exactly. So, so it was just like, you know, but at the time I was just like, oh, fuck what I did to her. Yeah, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you telling me, fuck that bitch, this fucker. Yeah. And it's just like, it took me some years to realize, like, no, like, you know, that's not the way to go. Like, that's not the way to go at all. So it's just like, and then I met somebody. Which is crazy because when I met her, I was on the same shit. I don't fuck with my baby mama. I make sure my son taken care of. I make sure she get her check, but I don't fuck with her. Right. And she was like, no. She was like, no. Yeah, that's not how this goes. That's a red flag for me. You know what I'm saying? She if was like, a dude she, don't, she, don't, if a dude has a child and like he speaks ill towards his, his uh, the mother of his child, it's like. And see, that's my thing. Like, I would never slander her in there. I'd just be like, I don't fuck with her. Yeah. Like, that's my son, mama. We like, get the job done. And, and that was her thing. She was just like, no. She was like, this is That's not okay. She was like, no, that's not okay. okay. She was just, and I, I, for the longest, I was just like, ah, you don't know the history. You don't know what happened. And when I explained it to her, instead of her running for the hill, she was just like, no. Like, you've been misguided. 
to like just because this and this happened don't mean y'all can't successfully raise this child right. and have a good relationship together. Because you got to put all that or whatever happened right. to the side. And her biggest thing for me was, which it opened my eyes. Simple as it is, it opened my eyes. She was just like, how old is he now? Like, he's four. She was just like, so you plan to keep this up for 14 years? And I was like, Damn, like, you're that right, like, nigga, that's a long ass time to not fuck with somebody, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a long ass time to, you know, not like somebody. 14 years? Like, actively not like somebody. Like, you have to intentionally right. set out and, to, like... And both of us, like, we know as parents, like, you know, 18 is the mark that we talk about, mm-hmm. but we both know that this a lifelong commitment. Like, this exactly. ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, like, my, like, my brother, for instance, my brother going on 40, you know what I'm saying? Our parents not together. They ain't been together since like '98. So it's just like he had a situation happen with him a couple years ago. Lo and behold, my parents both there on the spot. You know what I'm saying? Getting along. You know what I'm saying? Right. My brother almost parted. So it's just like we say 18. This is a lifelong Life. commitment. Life. You know what I'm saying? Like Life. your child is your child. No matter how old he get or she get. No matter how old y'all get. And you always have to have a relationship with the parent. Always. Of the child. I don't know why people say 18. It's like, life don't stop at 18. It don't. It really, it really don't. Like, legal obligations, I guess. Right. But your parental obligations but do not stop. Not, not even that, because I know niggas are paying, you know, is giving up their check in college. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, as long as your child in, in college, yeah. Right. So it's but just still, like, you yeah, know. yeah, cough that up. <laughs> but yeah, that's... that's yeah, you, you gotta have a good relationship with the parents right. or your child. Like, whatever it takes to make that shit work because you don't want your child being exposed to no fuck shit. And my, my biggest thing, like, while we're on this topic, to parents and co parents and single parents, when it comes to your kid, keep people out your business. Yes. Keep people out your business. Especially when they don't have kids. And they ain't got kids. Like, it's one thing to say a single person don't know what a relationship, yes. you know, that's different. But when you got a kid and somebody don't have a kid, they are not fit for that conversation. They are not fit. Because once you have a kid, your life is flipped upside down. Uh-huh. And it ain't like I'm saying like, oh, you going to be poor. You ain't going to be able to live your life. Like, no. Your but, life is just flipped. But sometimes people just don't understand, like... Not that, like, people with kids don't know, like, common decency, but sometimes, if you don't have a child, you can't think from that point of view as a nope. parent. Okay. You just can't because when that child is in the picture, you like, okay, right. It's just like I tell people all the time, like, I'll see females, they'll be like, I can never understand how a woman holds her child from the father. And I'll be like, you know what? You ain't had a kid. So you have no idea. Like, I, and I always, the way I explain it is, I say, you remember when you got cheated on or when you got left? Mm-hmm. You remember that feeling you felt? How upset you uh, were. Defeated you was? Mm-hmm. I was like, imagine that and then having yeah, you, a child you that reminds you. Yeah. That reminds you every day mm-hmm. of that defeat. I was like, until you can grasp that feeling, yeah. you would never understand. I'm not saying it's right, right. how some mothers oh, do yeah. their fathers, but until you can grasp that feeling, mm-hmm. you can't judge them. Yeah. Like, you can't judge them at all because yeah. that's a feeling that you can only feel if you have a child. Yeah, if you've been in that situation. I mean, I don't don't understand it because I wouldn't do it. I don't say I don't understand it. I get it, but I wouldn't do it. No, 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 no. Like, I get it. Women get hurt and they... 
they go to some crazy lengths. <laughs> like women get hurt and are just like, yeah, let's let's fuck it up, you know? Fuck it up. Let's fuck this nigga life up. Yeah. And I've seen women say that shit. Like oh, I've seen women. Yeah. I'm about to fuck this nigga yeah. life up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, alright, my nigga. Let me stay out the way. <laughs> Go ahead and do your right, thing. Right, right, right. But yeah. But I. Uh, I think this is a good stopping point for the week. Yeah, we yeah, we we've covered a lot. And we, it's time to continue drinking. I'm saying though, what it is? It's yeah, two it's for getting, the vibe. Yeah, it's yeah. starting to get popping out uh-huh. here. <laughs> yeah. So, As y'all yeah. can hear, we've been having people moving around and talking to us. So, so I'm gonna end this with a good go tigers <laughs> and a good who that, Look, and man. also a good fuck bama. <laughs> Look, man, Nick Saban in town. Y'all know the drill. Fuck Bama. Everybody tune in to the Patriots and Packers on Sunday. So, time, Teflon time can show you how it's done. Go Aaron. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, look, the the fry guy. We got the fry guy back. Gravy guy back. Yeah, we got the fry guy. Hey, hey, crazy fry guy came back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Y'all be good. All right. (laughs)